doing that, I was face to face with it. It was holding me by my throat. And it felt like it was sucking something out of me. I probably should have been more scared than I was when I witnessed the exorcism. I turned and looked on my right side. When I did, there's, there's a beam on the side of the tree, a large beam. It's looking at me and I'm looking at it. After I hit the lock button and looked back up, I saw red eyes staring back at me. That they're going to show multiple gods all over the earth, be able to speak in people's languages. And at that point, it kind of converge into this one entity, which will be revealed as extraterrestrial. You'll realize that aliens are the gods of old. And at that point, it'll wipe religion out of the context of humanity. No, it couldn't have been a person. I know that. I know that people can't run through the woods like that. So this thing comes into view, and I see it. It's 50 yards away from me. It's walking. It's walking on two legs. It's huge. This is a big, hairy looking being. Welcome. I'm your host. And this is uncomfortable. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Eric Salagi. If you've had an uncomfortable experience and you'd like to have it featured on the show, please get a hold of me at contact.uncomfortable at gmail.com. Please make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, both at uncomfortablepodcast65. Most importantly, please share the show with others and make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you can. That's the main way that you can help getting the show out in front of more people More people listening means more people coming forward with great stories for you. Ladies and gentlemen, Bigfoot and Brews, September 9th, going to be held in Dwajak, Michigan at the Sister Lakes Brewing Company. This year, we have Robert Kreider from New Mexico. You've heard him on the show a couple of times, three times now, I believe, and Mr. Stacy Brown Jr. from Florida. They will be the speakers for the day. Tickets are available now. Seating is limited We're getting close, folks, so if you're interested, please go online, get your tickets now. In addition to the regular day of events, the night before, at the same venue, we are going to have a VIP dinner. That is going to include dinner, one drink, time to sit around with both speakers and chit-chat, plus a screening of Stacey Brown Jr.'s latest endeavors in the Skunk Ape Experiments. Again, this is being held at Sister Lakes Brewing Company, just outside of Dwajak, Michigan. All the information will be available in the show notes. There is a block of rooms that have been reserved for a discounted rate. That information will be in the show notes as well. Please come out, enjoy the day with us. It was a ball last year, and I can only imagine it's going to be better this year. And then October 6th, 7th and 8th, the 40 and Airwaves. Tickets are available now. That also is a limited seating capacity. There's a link tree where all the information is available. You can get your tickets there. It's only 50 bucks for the 
whole three days. You get to spend Friday evening with us. You get to spend all day Saturday with us and Sunday for a pancake breakfast before you hit the road and go home. 50 bucks, guys, to hang out with the likes of the Hollow Sky Podcast, yours truly from Uncomfortable, the Cryptids of the Corn Podcast, the Kill the Mockingbirds Podcast, Appalachian Intelligence Podcast, and the Bump Podcast. So get your tickets. I know it's a way off in October, but it's going to come up quick. Get your tickets for that. If you'd like to help support the show and the things that we're doing, Patreon might be the way you want to do it. Head over to patreon.com slash uncomfortable podcast 770 and see if any of the tiers there interest you. Are you wondering to yourself what the Tennessee white thing is? I know I am. I've been looking into this for a while. It's it's kind of mysterious. There's not a lot out there about it. But this gentleman, he may have an answer for us. If you're ready, let's get into it. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you will, please give a warm, uncomfortable welcome to Jeff. Jeff is coming to us tonight from Knox County, Tennessee, and he's got a little bit of information about a topic that has eluded me. I have been looking for someone who has had an experience with this, and it is a cryptid, I guess you would say. It is a white creature, um, humanoid form, kind of lanky, gaunt. Um, Some reports have it with hair, but a very thin layer of hair that you can see through. Um, Not invisible, but it's it's sparse enough that you can see through to the um, to the skin. I have. a friend of my son's who grew up in Tennessee and she grew up hearing about the, the white thing and even put me in contact with one of her school teachers from when she was young. And after a couple of emails back and forth, I finally was able to get her to kind of open up about it. And, uh, you know, she told me as a, as a youngster, and this woman sounded like she was probably pushing into her into her 70s at this time said that when she was a child she witnessed this this white thing in the woods of Tennessee and uh at a point she just kind of clammed up and she said I don't think I'm going to tell you anymore because I think I might write a book about it and that was it. That was the end of any of the information that I got on this thing. And, you know, you can go online. You can find stuff about the white buff. By, you can find stuff about the white bluff screamer um, that kind of started back in the in the 1800s uh, down there in Tennessee. Uh, it's just a just a very strange strange thing it's like an emaciated albino bigfoot or something but uh <laughs> but it has a, a tendency to 
scream god awful uh screams in the night so please welcome to the show jeff jeff thanks so much for getting a hold of me um i know the the interview kind of took a turn from what it was going to be because you had a a stepson who had actually had an experience with this creature yes. thing entity whatever it is uh, multiple <laughs> last summer was it uh you sent me a picture and i'll add the picture I in mm-hmm. to the uh to the show notes and the social media um again you know if you're if you're looking for a sharp perfectly uh clear picture of of this thing this isn't it it's yeah. uh what you said i think one thirty in the morning um, One thirty in the morning. It's blurry. It looks like it was taken with a cell phone. Uh, looked like it was, it was having a hard time trying to focus on whatever it was. But in the distance, there is an unusual white, somewhat humanoid shape. I think there's two. One on each side of the tree. Oh, so, one on each side of the tree. One on each side of the tree. The first, I think the first picture I sent you. Well, I only got one. Oh, no? Oh, I'll have to send you the other one again. Oh, no, there's, I did uh, get two of them. Yeah, there's two sets of eyes. And it looks like they're bent over. Oh. Like, leaning into them. That is strange. Yeah, so I don't know if you can clear those up a little better. I was just trying to get them as clear as I could on my cell phone. Oh, that is strange, yeah. No, yeah, I was I was just looking at the one that looked like a, a pair of legs and maybe a hunched over torso right. coming out from <coughs> excuse me coming out from the the side of the tree. I didn't realize there was another photo there. Yeah, yeah, they're they're freaky. I don't know, you know, I don't know if it's what what you call it, what rake or yeah, you know, I showed the rake is uh, it has become very popular. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it almost seems like it's it's one of those things that's almost, if the rake is real, it has been kind of brought about by a lot of people putting a lot of intent behind the existence of it. I mean, right. it, it's not something that you've heard about prior to the, uh, you know, the, the mid-1990s. Right. Um, but looking at it, you know, and just kind of, you know, doing little bits and pieces of research on the internet that's the closest i could come with the pictures that i have there and you know like i said it could be it it could be you know white juvenile bigfoot i I don't know they they talk a lot about white bigfoot around here and and going back to the story that uh my son's friend had um apparently this very lanky gaunt um sometimes hairy but not massively covered in hair um Mm -hmm. humanoid looking creature that uh tends to scream Uh, right so let's let's take take us back let's uh let's head back to like yeah this would have been last summer about this time of year you know uh i think july or early august because it was right before they went back to school. And my grandson had come up to visit from Florida. And he was 13 at the time. 
my stepson would have been 15. And, you know, being that we had to work, you know, we, my wife and I had gone to bed like normal. And apparently the boys decided they were going to go out and mess around in the woods. And my, my stepson has known about these things from apparently two weeks after we bought this house. And I had no idea. He'd just go out in the middle of the night into the woods and apparently uh, you know, make contact with them or, or you know, whatever he was doing. Because <clears throat> we're asleep. We don't know. <laughs> you know he, he's out messing around in the woods. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <clears throat> so <clears throat> I get woken up about 1.30 in the morning to my phone dinging. And I open it up and I look and I have these pictures and I'm like, what the hell is this? So I message them back. Where are you? And I hear them come in the back door of the house. So I come out of my bedroom. I'm like, what are you doing? And what is this? He goes, Oh, that's the things in the woods. And at this point, my grandson you know, who's up here visiting is freaking the hell out. I mean, he doesn't know what to think. He's just stuttering and, and lights are on and he's not going to bed. And, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. I looked at him and was like, oh, what's the matter, boy? You found out monsters are real, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yep. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So had to call his mother the next day and let her know. <laughs> but, uh. Apparently they're out there and my stepson goes out there and whistles for them and here they come. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, I I just whistle and they'll come. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, I was like, what what do you got? Are they like your friends or something? He's he's like, yeah, kind of. I'm like, oh, 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 what is going on here? You know. <laughs> okay, so and, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt you right there because yeah. so this this obviously isn't his first interaction with these things. No, no. Apparently, he's been doing this for. I mean, we've lived here probably three years now in this house. Mm-hmm. And he found out about them apparently two weeks after we moved in. That's I mean, creepy. I've heard, yeah, <laughs> they've creepy. told me, you know, even my daughters told me, you know, if you sit out on the back porch, because I mean, we have a little bit of property. So we sit out on the back porch and they'll hang out late at night. And she's like, you'll hear them walk around the woods. And it's obviously not a deer, you know, it's, it's beetle. And they'll just, you know, just kind of sit there and listen and go about their business talking, you know, doing whatever. And it just kind of creeps them out a little bit. But, you know, I have I have chickens and ducks and such. And if one dies, he'll take it. and He'll take the chicken or the duck and he'll take it out in the woods and put it on a stump for them. No. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you're feeding these things? He's like, yeah, you know, when the chicken dies or whatever. I'm like, 
that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> you know, probably not. What happens when you don't have anything to feed them? If they're going to get dependent on this or, yeah. you know, expect something. He's like, I don't know, just once in a while. Uh, okay. So, I mean, my daughter, as I was telling you earlier, my daughter uh, was staying in my camper trailer here for a little while. And she came home from work one night about 1130 and had just a set of eyeballs staring at her from the woods and uh, sat in her car for 45 minutes, would not get out of her car until it went away. And all she saw was eyeballs. Let me ask you, these these eyes, you know, judging mm-hmm. judging from the, the picture that you sent me. Right. Um, and so are, is there a light source necessary for these eyes to be casting its shine? Or are these things like independently glowing or lit on their own? I mean, if you go out there in the pitch black, will you see them or do you have to have a no, light source? I think, I think that's his flash. Okay. I think it's from his flash. But, oh, yeah, going back to that, sorry, I got sidetracked. But uh, <clears throat> the boys said that, and near as they could tell, there was about five of them. They said there was the two in front of them. There was one, sounded like it was off to the right, and then two off to the left. Really? So I don't know if they were trying to surround them. But, you know, once my... Once my grandson freaked out, they came back out of the woods. So, but I mean, who knows what would happen? <laughs> you know, there's there's other times that I talked to I talked to my stepson about it, and there was another time he had told me that uh, he was out there and you know trying to communicate with him or whatever, and they would just talk to him a little bit in his head, like mind speak. You know, he heard them in his head really um you know just kind of garbled speak or whatever and then another time where he looked over kind of by my shed and what he he said appeared to be like a, a eight or nine foot tall like bigfoot with them okay but only one time all right. No, so, like, you know, really, you know, <laughs> so a, a Bigfoot with them. So if you that's can, it, based on based on what he's told you and what you know, mm-hmm. what what are the physical characteristics that differ these things from a Bigfoot? We well, said these things are about the size of a man, you know, about a full grown man, you know, five and a half, six feet tall, but skinny. Real skinny, um, you know, and white. Where when he looked over, you know, who knows? It could have been a shadow. I don't think he really, he just kind of looked over and saw it. Um, and he didn't really get into much with that. But he said it looked like about an eight or nine foot tall Bigfoot right by the by our shed. I have a, a large shed back there on the hill. You know, my, but my. he didn't. He didn't get into much detail about that. That is creepy. 
you know, I wish he would come out here, you know, at least sit with me and correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but yeah. you know, I'm getting old. I'm getting old. My memory isn't what it used to be. Do you want to, do you want to <clears throat> take a minute and see if he'll come out with you? Oh, he'll knock on his door. But, uh, anyway, the evening my daughter was talking about, uh, seeing those eyes the next day I went out with her and walked down in the woods and I'm like, you know, about right here. She's like, yeah, right about there. And I was like, putting my hand up. I'm like, where were the eyes? You know, here. She was like, no, higher, higher, higher. And it was almost as far as I could reach height wise. And I'm six foot. Oh shit. Well, yeah, that's a bit bigger than just an average size man. Right. So these eyes would have been, you know, seven and a half, eight foot up in the air. I was like, holy crap. You know, it's like, what did you see? You know, but we've gone back there, you know, and found footprints. There's, you? there's been foot, there's been footprints. There's been, uh, what looks like a bedding area right down on the edge of my property where something was laying in the leaves and had logs, you know, surrounding it like a blind or a bedding area. Mm-hmm. What did the, what did the footprints look like? Are they like a traditional, what you would expect yeah. a, a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch or since, oh, yeah. or are they more? Yeah. No, they were regular, you know, 10 inch long toad footprint. So are you kind of are you kind of convinced that you've got two different types of entity that is in that area? Near as I can tell. Um, when I can kind of tell when what I think is, you know, Sasquatch or a Bigfoot coming around, mm-hmm. and it comes around in cycles. It like certain times of year, the springtime, and then later on in the fall. Uh, you know, you'll hear things, you know, like the dogs will go crazy just in the middle of the night. They want to, they want out and they'll run to the back of the fence where I have, you know, I have German shepherds and a, a Dogo Argentino. So they're afraid of nothing, of course. <laughs> so they'll just want out, one out, one out, let them out and they'll just shoot straight to the fence in the backyard and barking into the woods because they're hearing something. That's interesting that you say it kind of goes in cycles. I've heard that before. Yeah, it, um, it does. It'll come and it'll go. And you can kind of feel it. Yeah, you can kind of feel the energy around. Like, I know when when something's around. What it is, I don't know. You know, I haven't been lucky enough myself to see them. Have you have you tried to put yourself in a position that would optimize you being able to, I mean, do you go out and sit outside in the, you know, one, Me? one o'clock nope. in the night? <laughs> I'm not going in the woods. <laughs> I, I, I don't blame so, you. He, he told a buddy of mine, my buddy, my buddy, uh, asked him, he goes, can I go in there with you? And Thomas looked at him straight face and said, it's not a good idea. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess not. Wow, that's uh, that's a little unnerving. 
Yeah, and you know, being he's sixteen, so he's hard to get anything out of. Yeah, you know, if he doesn't want to talk about it, he doesn't want to talk, and you know, he just won't answer you because sixteen-year-old boys do that. But uh, you know, I've tried asking him things, and and he'll give me yes and no answers, or little short answers, or he'll just look at me, you know, kind of smirk. <laughs> and you know, it's like, I just want to know what's going on. You know, what, like, what are these things? You know, can you tell me what these things are? That's what I want to know. I mean, and, uh, what's the most, what's the most, um, grounded conversation between you and him about these things? Uh, how did that, how did that play out? What, what kind of information did you get from him? He just basically told me, you know, that, you know, he can go down in the woods and whistle and they'll kind of come hang around. Um, you know, he told me what they look like, you know, and they're, I'm assuming can be dangerous. And, you know, for some reason he can just kind of go out in the woods and hang out and they don't bother him. So I don't know if it's because he's fed them or, you know, God knows what else is going on, <clears throat> but I, I don't know what it is, but he doesn't tell me a whole lot about it. Do you feel like maybe he's kind of protecting him? Uh, it's possible. It, he, you know, at that age, you know, and the emotions running in, in teenagers, it's, it, it's really hard to say, you know, does he have some kind of energy about him mm-hmm. that they're drawn to? It, it, I don't know. You know, there's, there's a, a fairly good size segment of the, the community when it comes to cryptids that, uh, that believe or, or have, have some belief in the fact that these things are possibly um, somewhat spiritual in nature. Right. Does, and, and I mean no offense by this, but I mean, has there ever been anything that you would say maybe he was messing with things he shouldn't be messing with? Oh, anything is possible. It, it would not surprise me. Nowadays, you know, could they be, you know, dabbling in the dark arts or, you know, who, who knows? Yeah. You know, some of the, some of the things that have, you know, come about in school, you know, really not much would surprise me. You know, that, you know, being a, a teenage boy in hormones, you know, anger issues at that point. Yeah. You know, getting in trouble at school because you're pissed off about something and fighting and everything else. You just, you don't know. And I know he has, he has activity in his bedroom. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he took a video one night of his PlayStation controller flying off of the TV stand. It just flew right off. What the heck? Like, yeah, I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> it's like you got a roommate. <laughs> Have you guys experienced anything in the house? 
I haven't. I don't. I don't think my wife has. You haven't seen anything weird in the house, have you? No, no. Um, I mean, once in a while, you know, you catch something out of the corner of your eye, but you look and there's nothing there, so it's just like, eh, whatever, you know. Well, you know, I mean, poltergeist activity, which is basically what you're describing there, yeah. um, is is oftentimes um, related to a someone who's going through that period in life where their hormone hormones are, are raging and you know there's a lot right. of uh, a lot of energy not knowing where to go and what to do with it uh, right more times than not you hear about it uh, it related to um, young girls but yeah. it, it <clears throat> Well, these kids nowadays, you know, <laughs> they don't know what the hell they are. <laughs> no, he's, oh, so strange that you would have just that uh, amalgamation of, of different things going on with out on the property, in the house, or in his room. It, you know, I know one one of the previous owners. I think the owner before the guy that I bought it from passed away in his house. Okay. So could it be him? Uh, maybe. Um, could it be, you know, my, my wife's father? Cause he had passed away. I think before Thomas was born, but, uh, I know she's had some experiences previously with what she knows was her father, you know, cause there were things that he would do to her and she's been woken up, you know, getting smacked in the forehead and that's, she knows was her dad. Yeah. So, you know, is he around? Yeah, maybe, uh, you know, ghosts really don't scare me. So, you know, I don't think a whole lot about it, but you know, I know like he'll say things about, you know, his closet door opening by itself. And he got that video, the, the PlayStation controller, which I was like, wow, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, a, a door um, opening on its own, it could be crooked on the hinges, you know, it could be a little this off is, this level, is, but well, I mean. This was a, a sliding closet door. Oh. Like the double doors. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it opened by itself. You know, but it doesn't seem to scare him because he's in his room all the time, you know. So I guess it must be. You know, benevolent, not hurting him. Either that, it's possessing him, and that's his problem. <laughs> you know, Jesus. <laughs> I was sick as a human. So. <laughs> I can appreciate it, but on, oh, yeah. the, on the other end of it, you know, if 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 that is actually what's uh, taking place, yeah. you know, or it, or at least it, it an, could a, be, an oppression. You know? You know, it yeah, it, it could be. Maybe it, that's why these things get attracted to him. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean a, a possession, but uh, it, it certainly could be imposing uh, an oppression, right. an oppression right. on him. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. You know, and I try to try to you know impress that upon him. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't want to hear much about it. He, he doesn't. He doesn't reel back about it or anything. You know, I've got crosses hanging in the house, and well, that's know, a good nothing, sign. 
<laughs> nothing really bothers him yeah. as far as that goes. You know, I haven't sprinkled holy water on him. You know, I suppose if I tried that and started smoking, then we'd have a problem. Oh my word! <laughs> that would that would uh, bring us to a conclusion there. But yeah, yeah, that would be uh, that would be pretty telling. Yeah, but you know, all in all, he's he's not a bad kid. He's just a teenager. Yeah, you know, but uh, we've. You know, we've seen a lot of footprints and such. Um, what other you know, what going, other kind of things have you seen? Well, going out in the woods, like I found, I found, I found some really good footprints, Sasquatch prints, um, up by one of the lakes, pretty close here. You know, we were out just kind of driving around, tooling around, looking, looking for stuff, and. We come across. You take pictures, you know, or oh, oh yeah, I've got, I've got a ton of pictures on my phone. <laughs> um, well, if you'd be if you'd be willing to, you should share some of those with me. I can add these in with oh, the sure. uh, the post. Sure. Well, I took a couple. Uh, it would have been in January. I got one in the mud right next to right next to the cove in, at the lake, and it's a barefoot footprint fresh in January. Now you're, you're in Tennessee. So, so I mean, you're, I you're, you're a little bit uh, more of a temperate climate than, than the Midwest, but yeah, a little, January little is still going to be relatively oh, cold to be walking around barefoot, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nobody's going to be walking around barefoot in mud at the lake in January. At least nobody, you know, sane. Cause it, it's chilly. It gets chilly. You know, we, we do get snow. So I found footprints. I found, uh, three different instances of, you know, 20 foot long trees or so stuck up in two other trees, about 15 foot up in the air, making almost like a goalpost just in the middle of the woods. Really? Yeah. I found plenty of that, you know, trees twisted and bent over you know, with other limbs or whatever, broken off limbs, leaning up against them. Mm-hmm. Um, I found what near as I could tell is called like a dog man symbol laid out on the ground in a, in broken sticks. And what did that look like? Kind of like a, almost like a hieroglyphic person, you know, not really a star or a asterisk, but kind of like a, a TP with a cross through it. Well, I, I guess I got to ask, where did you, where did you come by the knowledge that that would be considered? Just reading it on, you know, Googling it. Really? And yeah, if we Google it, you know, it, it popped up and it's a dog man symbol. So I looked into that and, there was a bunch of pictures and it said dog man symbol. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's what it is. Hey, Jeff, can, can you excuse me for just a couple of minutes? Sure. I got somebody knocking at the door here. I'm going to, I'm going to pause the recording. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. So dog man, people that listen to this, uh, this show know that for for whatever reason it is 
I have a hard time with Dogman. Right. I'm not saying I don't believe the people that say they've had experiences with it. For some reason, Bigfoot is absolutely 100% not a problem for me to believe at all. Right. But Dogman, to me, if its existence is true, it leads me to believe that it is something spiritual. Right. Almost demonic. Demonic. Not good. (laughs) Nothing nothing about (laughs) it seems to, to point to, you know, a warm, cuddly... Uh, no werewolf. Um, no, not gonna not gonna come home with you and get his belly scratched. So you know, you, you guys are in um, uh, what what part of Tennessee would that be considered? Northern? Uh, no, northeast. Well, East Tennessee. East Tennessee. We'd we'd still be East Tennessee. So we're right. I mean, I am ten miles from Smoky Mountains. Okay. So we're. Technically in Appalachia. I mean, I live on a ridge. And that's the word I was expecting you to use, Appalachia. Yeah, yeah. We're, and, we're in Appalachia. And not only are you there, but you are also very close to Oak Ridge. I am. I am 25, 30 minutes from Oak Ridge. And Oak Ridge happens to be the home to a... <laughs> Variable energy multi-particle accelerator. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yes. Right up there in Y-12. You know, mm-hmm. what is it about about that area? Why is Appalachia so, so strange, so steeped in the, um, the belief in the old gods, little G gods? Right. right. Um, you know, uh, the, the guys from Appalachian Intelligence, we were just talking uh, a couple right. of nights ago, and it's like, you know, there is there is still a very strong community of people that believe in these entities. There and, is. There's a lot, a lot of people here. I've run into just, you know, in, in the business I'm in, you know, I, I work on cars. So, you know, customers, you get to new customers, start talking to them and stories will come out. You know, they, there's, there's more people than, than you would think, especially around here that believe in it, that have seen things that have heard stories. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so being in, <clears throat> being in a, in a job, a line of, a line of work where you, you have conversations with your customers mm-hmm. um i would assume you seem like a very nice man so i would assume as far as a neighbor goes you probably are a very personable neighbor oh yeah have you have you had any conversations with other people in your direct area about any of these things that you've had experience with on your property i have my two neighbors um both older you know, um, the next door neighbor to one side of me was, he hasn't seen anything really hurt anything. Um, 
you know, he's an old military guy. So, you know, even if he did, he would probably, you know, explain it away somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, now on the other side, I have an elderly neighbor. She's, she's in her eighties, I believe. Um, she had told me that before my other neighbor on the other side bought their house, that the couple that lived there let their dogs out one evening and they go back to let them back in. They had three dogs. Well, two of them are on the porch and somehow or another, something came over the fence or reached over the fence and sorry, my number reached over the fence and took the other dog. Oh my. Yeah. So they went looking for it in the woods, could never find hide nor hair of this dog. It was gone. Really? Yeah, gone. And from that day forward the other dogs would not go outside alone. They would have to take them out. That's terrible. They wanted they wanted nothing to do with, you know, out the back door running the yard. Yeah. <clears throat> so which is kind of odd. I mean, I have, I have chickens, turkeys, ducks, and goats uh, on my property. Mm-hmm. Nothing disappears. It's I don't know if it's like off bounds. You know, they 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 can't steal my chickens. Um, I I don't understand because I've got animals. Yeah. Nothing bothers them. That's very so, strange. It is. I would think, you know, my birds would disappear. Well, I guess I've had some ducks disappear, but I just assume they flew away. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> but, you know, for the most part, you know, nothing really gets messed with. But you can, as I was saying, yeah, you can tell, at least I can kind of feel it. You know, when the time of year when things come around, it's just the energy in the air. You can kind of tell they're here. Now, um, when you say that, mm-hmm. I am, I am expecting that that is a not necessarily just a. Bigfoot feeling, but just an overall sense of unknown caller. An overall sense of a change in the a change in the vibration. Man, I lost you. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. 
Um, um, as as far as the um, when you tell you have that feeling, you can tell when when the change has happened. Yes, is it's it's not necessarily just a um, a Bigfoot feeling. It, no, it's it, just you can just like something's something's around. You know, I would, I would, in my gut, I just want to assume, you know, the big feet are back. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want it to be anything worse. Yeah. So, you know, in my mind, all right, you know, yeah, the, the clan's back around and they'll hang out for a couple weeks and, and move on. But, uh, you know, I, like I say, I, I've not had the pleasure of actually seeing one, although I want to, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I can just kind of feel it. The dogs, I think the dogs can kind of feel it as well. They 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 perk up a bit. What about your wife? Ah, she she could care less. Doesn't doesn't think, pay attention yeah. to any of it. Just no, she she wants nothing to do with it. I don't know. I told her I'm like, wait, are you afraid to find out or? You know, <laughs> you know, what's what's wrong? She's like, I just don't care. Well, okay, yeah. Each their own. Uh, you know, I work with a guy like that. He's like, you know, all the stuff you talk about, it's it's all whatever. He's like, I right. just I just don't I don't care. You know, if they come out and say aliens exist and we have mm-hmm. their bodies and and it's a real thing, he said, yeah. I'm basically going to be like, oh, okay, don't yeah. care. Yeah. Congratulations, you know? you're right. <laughs> you know and. <laughs> I mean, I don't throw shade at those people at all, but I just don't understand that, though. I don't understand how you right. can cannot be just enthralled with with all this stuff right. that's going on. You know, I mean, right? Yeah, I see something. If we're out and I see something, you know, I'm I'm geeking out about it. I'm like, oh look, you know, I'll pull the car over and tromp out in the woods and and get a closer look. Knock it off. Go. Um. Sorry, my 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 dog's barking at my goat. So from, um, but she's ahead. just like, oh, here we go, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we need those. I suppose we need those people around because if not, it would just be a a constant downward spiral down rabbit hole after rabbit hole. So, oh yeah, I'm there anyway. <laughs> I'm like, look what I found. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> so, you know, you said before that, you know, you believe in God, you believe in Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I guess I, my my question for you is these, these things that you have on your property, mm-hmm. what, what do you think they are? Do you think they are... Um, just natural inhabitants of this world that are not often seen are they are they spiritual I, in nature i would more categorize them as maybe a demonic entity that's in my mind but that's, if, that's they, my if, they, if they were though Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it seem that they'd be causing more havoc? Wouldn't it seem that they would be causing more problems for you rather than just kind of hanging out and and watching? 
That yeah, see, that's where I I, I I I don't know. But looking at the pictures, you know, as clear as I can see it, because they are, you know, like at one thirty in the morning and blurry. Right. Um, they just to me the appearance just screams, you know, some kind of demonic freaking entity. Um, you know, if it turns out that no, it's a natural, you know, being or it, you know, it maybe like I said, it's a juvenile Bigfoot or you know, Lord knows. Now you, you said know, you now, said now, you said that there is, um, that that you've heard talk of several Bigfoot sightings in in and around your mm-hmm. area that that they're white. Yeah, in the in the Smoky Mountains. There's a lot of people say that, you know, they're, they're white. There's a, there's a whole clan of white, you know, especially up, uh, like Abrams Falls trail yeah, out of cage cove, you know, that's supposed to be pretty active over there and around cage cove around Townsend, around Townsend mountain. Well, there's, there's a gentleman who has a, a YouTube channel that I've followed for, quite some time scott carpenter um Mm -hmm. down there in tennessee and uh um, one of one of his better um pieces of evidence off he he always he walks with a gopro mounted to a stabilizer right on his back so that he is always recording what's behind him as he passes and one of the one of the better pictures that I've seen come off of his um, his videos have been of a white entity that looks very mm-hmm. very much like it's got hair on its head and hair around its uh, mouth and face and right. you know, basically looks like an abominable snowman. Yeah, I mean, it's why not? You know, why not? I know my, my old boss, uh, he, he tells me that, you know, he and his family were, were going through Cage Cove. And as you first enter Cage Cove, there's a field to the left where there's horses and there's always turkey and such. And then off to the right, just past that, there's a pizza slice kind of shaped field. Mm-hmm. And up at the point, you know, they were, they were driving through Cage Cove and you're, you're doing what, five miles an hour through there. And he looks off into that field and he swears that a khaki colored Bigfoot walked across that, that field. Really? And he showed his wife, he's like, look, look at Bigfoot. And she's like, oh, that's just a guy. You know, in khaki, and it's like it's the middle of summer. Why is he wearing a khaki coat? You know, a fur coat in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, she could be friends with my wife. They they could just <laughs> tell turn, us we're crazy. And, yeah, exactly. I don't want to know. Uh, but uh, you know, he swear he 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 saw one cross the field, and it was khaki colored. What's one of the so, uh, What's one of the the strangest 
stories you've heard from people who have had experiences down in your area? Oh, God. Uh, nothing real strange. Really nothing strange. Um, I guess, well, one of the, some, a couple of the younger guys that I work with, um, were saying that, you know, their grandma, their grandparents, whatnot would tell them, you know, don't go out in the woods at night. Don't look up in the trees, you know, don't ever whistle in the woods. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, there's a whole list of things that the old folks around here tell you you're not supposed to do because you would attract the Wendigo. Oh, really? Yeah. Apparently that's a big one around here. Um, yeah, I haven't really heard any personal stories about it, but you know, supposedly you don't, you know, you, you can look in the woods, but you don't look up in the trees and you don't whistle in the woods. You don't go out in the woods at night, you know, things like that, or the, the Wendigo will come get you. <laughs> so uh, that was pretty, uh, pretty strange, but you know, that's one of the old, one of the old beliefs, I guess, around here. It's odd that but, you bring up, don't look up in the trees because, you know, one of the often overlooked aspects of Bigfooting is everybody is looking down. Everybody's looking to the right. ground, looking for prints. They're looking for glyphs. They're looking for tree structures. They're, right. you know, they're looking straight out in front of them, hoping to see one dart between trees or peek out bef- behind a tree. Right. Um, but, you know, one of the things that people don't pay a lot of attention to is that these things are known to be arboreal and will st- spend time in the trees. Yeah. And I, yeah. I interviewed a gentleman from he is about mid-Michigan, uh, right about central part of the state in the, the lower peninsula. And he, he had a really good theory. He's like, you know, why, why is it every time anybody finds a trackway of, of Bigfoot prints, why do mm-hmm. they always seem to be almost in a perfect straight line instead of kind of side saddle straddling, you know, like we walk. Right. And he says, doesn't right. it make sense that if they're young from the time they were babies and they spend their time in the trees walking on branches mm-hmm. that their muscle memory, the way they grew up, the way they learned to walk was one foot right. directly in front of the other so that they would maintain balance on a on a narrow tree limb. Right. Makes perfect that, sense. That when they grew up and were of the age where that they were able to to be down on the ground and be self sufficient and, you know, have uh, enough wherewithal to be able to defend themselves if necessary, that that muscle memory would continue and they would continue to walk in a straight line. And mm-hmm. I was like, holy crap, that is a great analogy. Right. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. But, and then, you know, how many people say, well, you know, the tracks just abruptly stopped. Yep. They've gone nowhere. Right. Well, maybe they went up. Yeah. 
you know, maybe they jumped into a tree. <coughs> or maybe they jumped through a portal. That's <laughs> true. Right? <laughs> jumped through a tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, there, there's a lot yet to be to be determined, I guess. You know, a lot so of many strange, questions. A lot of strange things going on in this world. There is and seems to be getting stranger in the, in a quick hurry. <laughs> it really is. There yes. uh in almost every aspect of the the fringe topics that I talk about, um, you know, I have psychic mm-hmm. friends that are, you know, truly psychic, uh, you know, yeah. that have some ability that is beyond what um that's not to say I don't think that we all have that ability to do it. We just haven't progressed with it and we haven't honed it. Um, right. But, but these people that that I know that are sensitive to these types of things, every one of them has said repeatedly for the last, you know, six, eight months that there has been a, a, a very much a thinning of the veil. And, right. And that things that are normally cloaked from us are becoming more and more apparent and are being seen more often and being felt more often. And, and the impact of that on us as people is getting to be significant. Right. And it can't be good. (laughs) I don't know. My gut says it can't be good. You know, I've always, And, and I appreciate that and I respect that. And, and for the longest time, and I still am to an extent, but I am starting to um, find myself kind of floating over to one side. Um, I've always been of the opinion that there is, you know, you have to have equal balance. Mm-hmm. So for, for, for good, there has to be a balance to that. And that right. balance has to be not good. Yin and yang. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. but I also think that there is a lot that goes on in the middle of that. There are things that tend to be more towards the bad side. There are things that tend to be more towards the good side. And as you Mm -hmm. get closer and closer to the either, either way, I think there's things that reside in the middle that aren't necessarily either, or they just are. You know, they right. just exist. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's hard for some people to, especially if you come from a, a you know, a religious background or a, a, a very strong faith. Right. Um, you know, and I believe in God and I, I believe in a, I call it God, but in actuality, I believe in a creator. Um, okay. You know, I, I think we fall into the same place uh, at right. the end of the day. I just don't know that what I was taught was in the Bible. I don't know that that is all of it. Right. I'm I'm with you. I don't, I don't think it's all of it. I think it's a condensed version and of course condensed by man. Mm -hmm. So who got to pick and choose what we were taught and what did they leave out? Because anytime you introduce man into the equation, you introduce a narrative. 
you know, and whether that's to control people, whether that's to make people feel shame or, you know, uh, to, Mm -hmm. to keep people in line, to try to teach morality. I think at, at some point, I think it was originally designed to, to be a good thing. But once people right. realized they could manipulate it and control masses of people, um, I think they began to do that. And, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it's just, to me, it's so, there seems to be so many things that reside in the middle. And those are the things that, you know, I mean, you, mm-hmm. depending on what Bigfoot station or channel or youtube channel right. you, you listen to you know you can find an inordinate amount of downright scary terrifying bigfoot encounters you know and then you can yeah. find a ton of benign encounters you can find yeah. people who have had encounters with these things that walk away from it feeling like it was a religious experience you know that yeah. they they had a commune a communion with earth and mother nature and you know they're just overly full of gratitude for having gotten to see these things and then there's other people that are terrified and have PTSD from it you know so well, i mean if they are an organic let's say uh you know a relic hominin and why would they not be like man where some are going to be good. Some are going to have an attitude problem. You mm-hmm. know, some are going to want to kill you. You know, some want to want to live side by side and harmonically or harmoniously. Yeah. Um, you know, if it is that where, you know, then there's the other side. Well, it's, you know, from outer space or, you know, from a different dimension, you know, as far as we know, that could be where uh, George Lucas got his uh, <laughs> Chewbacca from. You know, it's it's a Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> it what is definitely a Bigfoot. He said it was. <laughs> he said it was his dog. But um, yeah, <laughs> uh huh. He's got a twelve foot tall dog. <laughs> but you know, or like the Simpsons, and you know, what do they know? They know something. How do they know? Yeah. You know, you just, you don't, you just don't know, you know, you know, I would think I'm thinking my thinking is it's more along the lines of a a relic hominid or, you know, some version of Gigantopithecus that went a different way or, you know, we evolved in, in different directions. That's, that's my, my immediate thought. But I don't, you know, I don't turn off a podcast I'm listening to if they're talking about, you know, well, you know, aliens and spaceships and, you know, orbs and poof, there's a Sasquatch. Okay. You know, I want to hear it. I want to hear that theory. Yeah. Because I don't know. I wish I did. You know, and the other thing that confounds me is the number of reports that you have where people have experiences with these things. And then mm-hmm. rebuke them in the name of Jesus Christ, and, right? And apparently everything stops, right? You know, you know, is is there rules? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, or like Dogman, you know, you, you you pray and it it goes away, yeah. You know, which would lead me more to believe, well, it's on the demonic side. But like I said, you know, messing with a werewolf can't be good. 
No, you certainly wouldn't think so. so. No. But, and you know, when we first started talking, you know, what about, what about Anubis? Yeah. What about Anubis? I mean, that's a dog, man. Yeah. So, you know, could it be that these things are from outer space? You know, did, did aliens help build the pyramids and, you know, was Anubis there? And were the Anunnaki responsible for tampering with our genes to create what we are now as modern man? I mean, you know, and what and what does that <laughs> and what does that do in the context of God? Does that take God completely out of it, or or you know, does that mean that they they took God's creation and right. manipulated it? Right, or could you know could they be the angels? What what we consider angels? Mm-hmm. You know, were they actually? you know, another species or, you know, from outer space or aliens or, you know, it really, I don't think it would take God out of the picture because there's still a creator. There's still got to be a creator. You know, somebody created them. If, if we're, if we're a creation of another species or a, a genetically modified, you know, alien species, I mean, somebody had to create that species but, to begin with. But why would he have allowed it? He or she or it or they, whatever God is, whatever the creator is. If 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 all-powerful and all-omnipotent and, uh, you know, all, all the things that we've been led to believe, mm-hmm. why would it allow that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they were following orders, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Go down there and fix this. You know, or you know, go change this. I want to. I want to change. You know, I want want them to evolve into this. Pull that out. Plug so this make, in, and let's see how that yeah, works. <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> you know, there's a whole lot of what ifs. <laughs> there absolutely Things, is. You know, hopefully we'll find out when we when we go to the great beyond. At the end of our lives, we'll find out the truth. I hope uh, so, but will yeah. we? But will we be cognizant enough to realize that we now know? Probably <laughs> or, not. Or, or, <laughs> we, or we will we just be absorbed into all of the knowledge that ever, has ever been before us, and and we'll just be complacent with you know knowing everything up until then. Oh, God, you know <laughs> that's a. That's a question, uh, you know, I'd like to have somebody come back and tell me the answer to. Sure. It's like, you know, I've talked to my wife. Hey, ask your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you, man. I really appreciate you taking the time, and uh, thanks for reaching out to me. Uh, make oh. sure you send me the pictures so that uh, when I release this episode, I can I can oh, attach yeah. those pictures to it as I'll well. I'll pick up. I'll pick out some of the good ones and uh, send them to you. I've just got so many. Uh, I could flood you with pictures, but I'll pick out the good ones. And uh, if I can uh, talk the boy into uh, actually talking one day. Yeah, here, I, soon, I'd, I'd I'll, love to. I'll shoot you a message. I'd love to hear his uh, 
his description yeah. and his yeah. his take he knows, on how he felt as it was transpiring. Right. He knows a lot more. He just, uh, like I said, today he's just in a mood. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you stay on him. If you can get him to talk, we'll oh, yeah. uh, we'll do this again. But for tonight, okay. I think we're uh, we're going to wrap it up again. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure Eric, talking to you. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate it. All right. You take care. Have a good you too. Thanks. Good night.